Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas, Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! <laughs> Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Las Vegas. This weekend, we will continue our conversation with America's first master sommelier, Eddie Osterland. Next, staying on the subject of fine wines and great cuisine, you'll meet Stephen Hopcraft. He's the head chef over at the STK Steakhouse at the Cosmopolitan. You may remember Stephen as a Bravo top chef on that popular TV show. You'll also visit Zion, a short drive away from Vegas, and visit a place that you'll really enjoy. Flipping Vegas's Gaty Madrano is back with another edition of Luxury Living Vegas Style. Today, she'll compare price with value. Finally, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, also known as Your Vegas Insider, will tell you all about Vegas's local hotels. A little old wine drink of me. Last week, we introduced you to Eddie Osterlin, America's very first master sommelier and author of the powerful book that is in CEO offices across the world. It's titled Power Entertaining, Secrets to Building Lasting Relationships, Hosting Unforgettable Events, and Closing Big Deals. Here now is part two of our conversation with Eddie. You'd like to have the food and wine amplify each other. That's kind of sort of the goal. But when you start spending a lot of money, Jesus, don't do it in the middle of a steakhouse when it's marked up 400% served at room temperature. That's just flat out not the way to do it. And most people don't know that. So I, I get a kick out of telling people, this is, you know, here, taste these two wines. They're the same wine, but one's 10 degrees different in temperature. And when they taste them, they go, what? You know, the one that's cooler is fruitier. It, the alcohol in the wine doesn't burn you. and There's no caustic aftertaste. So yeah, you gotta chill all your red wines a little bit, which means when you go in the restaurant, you have to ask for a freaking ice bucket and ice. And you also have to tell them to put water in the ice bucket because they will have the, they will have the audacity to bring you a bucket of ice. Try to put a bottle of wine in a bucket of ice. It don't go in there, you gotta put water in it too. Well, that's fascinating, because I think you know, everybody is taught you're supposed to have red wine at room temperature. So this is one of those things that makes a huge difference. So what you're saying is it's not enough to just go like at the restaurant and they hand you a list, and well, if I just pick the most expensive wine, that's going to be necessarily the best wine. Heck no. I mean, that's where you got to call the Psalm. The Psalm knows the list. He or she has tasted everything on it. And what you need to do, either before, if, you're, if you haven't pre-planned it, which is ideally what you should do, is when you're looking at the wine list, you, 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 you indicate to the Psalm you're looking for something like here, and you're pointing in the right column where the prices are. Now I got an idea of what, where your comfort zone is, and uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I feel free to come make recommendations. But yeah, you want to, I mean, you, you, you know, you, you, don't, you, can't, you don't have time to study wine, you know, unless you're studying it like I do. I mean, most business execs just want to know two questions. I'm thinking about this wine here. What does it taste like, and what does it go with? That's all they need to have answered before they qualified to spend 100 bucks on a bottle of wine. So people need to learn that this guy is more than a cork puller. He or she can make your evening. And it's all about creating this experience so that when the guest walks away, they go, you know, we've got to go back to that restaurant again because, man, 
you know, I took away some real fun things that I can use, and uh, I, I like the guy, yeah. you know? And so you, you front load him. I call it front loading. It's like, that's the same thing with the cruise ship. You, you pepper the guy with a $100 bill and kind of saying, there's more to come, you know? You do the same thing. A guy wrote a book, Heads and Beds, was written by Tomsky, and he did the same thing Bourdain did with the Kitchen Confidential. He, but he blows it on the, on, the, on the hotel industry and tells what goes on there, and it's pretty hilarious. Downright disgusting in some areas, but anyway. And Tomsky says, you want a good room? In a hotel, he goes, don't tell him when you arrive. First thing he says, when you arrive, don't stiff the guy who wants to help you with your bag. I know you've got wheels on your bag and you can do it yourself, but don't stiff the guy two or three bucks because you're, you're going to go on that list right away by doing that. So pay the guy, pay him well, um, and then go to the front desk. And um, you might say something like, you know, is the hotel full? said, you know, if there's any chance of us getting, he says, don't say it's your anniversary, it's your birthday. No, they hear that 20 times. You just say to the gal, the pretty gal who just graduated from Cornell University Hotel School, you say, you know, if there's any chance of us getting an upgrade, I'd really appreciate that. And you leave a crisp 20 in front of her and you walk away. You know what? Almost every hotel has two or three rooms for people who bitch. <laughs> and, you know, so do cruise ships. They all have a cabin for somebody who doesn't like their, 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 their cabin. And they're ready to, by the end of dinner, you'll be moved to another cabin, and everything right down to the lipstick has been moved into your new cabin. They do, they, they, so if there's a room available at that hotel and it's not full, they're gonna give it to you, but it costs you 20 bucks. <laughs> Unlike most things, which they tell you to start out slow and build up, your thing is when you're entertaining, give them the best first, you know, and just bombard them right at the beginning. So it's not something where you're going to ease into it and kind of build up like almost a ladder. You start right at the top of the ladder and work your way down. You go to a potluck party, bring the first course. I don't care if you freaking burn it. They're going to love it because they're starving. You know, here's the thing that's wrong. People don't like being hungry. You, 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 me, we don't like that. Friday night, there's dips, chips, nuts, guacamoles, you know, sliced salamis, artisanal cheeses, baguettes, and the people when they come in, they're no different than your puppy. You put a bowl of food in front of your puppy, and puppy puts his head in the bowl, and takes the head out of the bowl when? When it's empty. Well, your people coming over on Friday night ain't no different than the puppy. <laughs> they're gonna nibble and nosh and nibble and nosh because they're starving, and how long are they gonna eat? About 20 minutes. That'll take the edge off. That'll take the appetite, which starts at a 10 out of 10, and drop it to a four in 20 minutes. So people are going to dine on your hors d'oeuvres. So what do you learn from that? Make sure those hors d'oeuvres are kick-ass. That's where you spend your money. That's where you do caviar, foie gras, et cetera. You don't put out the stuff that everybody's going to munch on, because your mother told you the same thing, Steve. Steve, don't touch that. You ruin your appetite. It's the same damn thing. But adults don't do that. They're so generous, they put out this all this food on the island, and the people dine. And oh yeah, this rack of land from New Zealand or Colorado's coming. But they'll, they'll eat it, but they're not excited about it because they already dined. <laughs> what do you do about the quote unquote fussy eater? Because I'm thinking about somebody has you in there, they got the ac you know, access to the best, and yet what if they don't like fish or whatever, or, or something that seems particularly unusual to them? First of all, I say to people, rather than do what everybody else does, what does everybody else do? You come over to the house, we're having a fish course, and we're having guys, and you know, my husband's doing a grilled uh, ribeye. And we're gonna have Chardonnay, California Chardonnay, because we, really, we really love that, you know. And we're gonna do this Napa cab, you know, it's Colgan, and you, you like that, you know. That's what everybody else says. I go, you know what? When I studied at the University of Bordeaux, they took a look at 90 of us students, and they calibrated our tongues. Meaning, you are sensitive to sweet, sour, salty, bitter, and umami. 
What they did was they gave us solutions of water to which they added acid, which was sour. And they had, you know, and they had sugar, which was sweet. And they would drop the amount of sugar, sour, or sweet until you taste it and go, did you add anything to that or is it just water? That's called your threshold of perception. And then they did a spreadsheet of everybody in the room's palate. And I looked around the room and everybody's palate was as different as their fingerprints. So what is that saying? They did that because then they wanted to put together teams of tasters who had homogeneous taste profiles. So you and I like sour tart wines, we're gonna to taste together and drink muscadet or something. For the sweet people, we're gonna sauterne. I came back to this country, I went to a couple of wine tastings where they had retailers and psalms from all over the country assembled as judges, and these people are arguing about, I don't like that wine, you know? I go, what do you mean you don't like that wine? I love that, I love that wine. So I don't go to any of those anymore because you really need to homogenize the tasters and that's unheard of in this country. Let me throw out a weird thing, but I know people are gonna ask that. Best wine you've ever had, and, and again, I know that's a difficult question, but you've had, I'm sure you've tasted everything. Is there anything that particularly like that was the absolute best? Yeah, but before I say that, let me just say this. Um, if this interview, you know, finishes and, you know, you, need, you wanted a little more, maybe I'd go to your house and we'd have a steak or something like that together, you know? And um, I might say something like this. Hey, Steve, it's a great piece of meat. What, how much you pay for it? And you'd, say, you'd look at me like, you rude son of a gun. You, how, can, how can you say that? I want to tell you this, Steve. You put a glass of wine, a wine of wine in one of you guys, say, what do you think of this? If I don't tell you the price, how can you possibly make a conclusion? Because just like this pyramid of beverage better and best, you get what you pay for. Two buck chuck from Trader Joe's is superb for $2. That they can make a wine that's actually drinkable and it only costs two bucks. You know, so it all depends, and I recommend sometimes to people, when people are coming over to your house, instead of going, you're gonna have Chardonnay with the fish, and you're gonna have Cabernet, because Jeff likes Cabernet, you know, why not open up six bottles of wine, two whites and four reds, maybe have an off-dry white, a dry white, light-bodied reds, Chardonnay to pop, full-bodied, high-octane, keep them cool, keep them at 60 degrees, you know, put them out, open, and say to people, hey, go over to the, the bar there and uh, try some of those wines. Uh, my wife and I like them all. And um, you know, bring back whatever you like. And people will bring back different wines because people's tastes are different. You have now transferred the power to your guests. Instead of going, you're having this, because we like this. That's what everybody else said. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying, please don't be like everybody else. You know, I signed this book with a phrase that my friend Mickey Williams said, be outrageous is the only place where it's not crowded. You will hear more from America's first master sommelier, Eddie Osterlin, in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Mangie, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. 
Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. We are relatively uninformed about Formula One racing, but when listeners tell us we have to see a film, as did Big Smoke and Joe with Senna, we jump to check it out. Even if you are not fans, he told us, you will love this film. He was right. Senna tells the story of Ayrton Senna, a Brazilian driver who was once arguably the best in the world. We first meet him as a teenage phenom racing go-karts in international venues, and we follow his career through three Formula One championships, the bitter competition, the attainment of hero status in his native Brazil, and his battles with the political forces ruling the sport. Sinner's charmed life unfolds before us, both on the track and off, and in a world where success is fleeting and safety barely an illusion, we come to care deeply for this beautiful man. The film's action plays like a thriller, building to a stunning climax. Those who know the history of Formula One racing will already know the outcome. Yet, like Ayrton Senna himself, it is simply impossible to turn away from an inevitable conclusion. Senna. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. We hope you enjoyed the Indie Film Minute. Visit us at IndieFilmMinute.com to share your thoughts, suggest films, or even to submit your own review. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Eddie Osterland, who was the first American ever to be named a Master Sommelier, an international designation. To date, there's less than 200 Master Sommeliers working in the United States. So the idea is put out a bunch of things. Another way of doing that, maybe you've got a little under-the-counter 50-bottle wine refrigerator that you have your wines ready to drink. How about this? Your people come into your house and you go, you know, we, we always drink wine side by side for comparisons. Here is our list. Um, and so it's an Excel spreadsheet with 24 pairs of wine. And you give it to them like you're passing a wine list and go, take whatever you want. Pick a pair of 
Tuscan, super Tuscan, whatever. Now, again, you're transferring the responsibility of making a decision to them rather than saying, you're having what we like. That's just, that's just being different. So that's where people are going, you got this food where? You had to FedEx it? This tuna comes from where? You know, that kind of stuff. I get off on that kind of stuff. And I'll tell you, make sure I tell you this, my Vegas story. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's what I was going to lead to. You know, people hear this, they want to they wanna see you. Yeah, I know you come to Vegas once in a while. We, we love that. But you had a funny story about Las Vegas. I'd like you to share that. Yeah, I wish I had the audio to go with it because I play a song. But I'll tell you the story. I like to entertain on weekends, and I like to do it at noon or 1 o'clock. Why? It's different. Two, every professional wine tasting I ever did in Bordeaux for three years was done at noontime because that's when you're the hungriest you'll be all day long. Um, and again, it, you're different. So I have a habit of bringing eight or ten friends together once or twice a year to my house. And it's called, you know, what do we call it? Big guns or, you know, bring your best. And these guys don't mess around. They got wine cellars. They bring the wine. It's real expensive. They probably bring two wines each. Before you know it, there's 20 bottles of wine on the table. We're all drinking stuff. So I always send a limo to pick them up and take them home. I've been doing this for 12 years because it's nice, and I don't want anybody to be drinking and driving. So they're used to me doing this, okay? One day about five years ago, I think, maybe a little more, um, I call them up and I go, hey, you, you, uh, you up for another game? And then went, Eddie, 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 we wouldn't miss, we wouldn't miss one of yours. I said, great, okay, it's uh, December 10th or something. Um, and uh, put it on your calendar. Now you know the rules. And they go, yes, Eddie, we can only eat an apple before we have you pick us up. Right, why do I say that? I want them hungry. And then I said, oh, one more thing, one more thing. This time, please, no jeans and t-shirts. What? I said, well, you know, I'm not going to take you to my house this time. We're going to go out in front of the public, so you might look good, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Women are in black dresses now, all dressed up, you know. So the limo goes up the Soledad Mountain Road, picks up the first couple of them up top there, and then, and then shortly thereafter, another couple gets picked up. Now, I know they're starving, so I want to take care of them. They're thirsty. So I have a brown paper bag where I got a magnum of champagne, and I'm pouring, it's pink, and I'm pouring some for everybody in the limo. And, uh, of course, they're wondering... Make us say, guess what's, in, what's inside? And I'm not telling them because that's just who I am. <laughs> just, just drink this. Um, now, I also know they're starving. So I reach in another brown paper bag, and I pull out a box of Ritz crackers and a can of that Wisconsin Wisp Pride spray cheese. And I go, psh, psh, psh. I'm firing up a bunch of things on paper plates and handing them out in the limo, and they're looking at me like, they're all dressed up going, I go, hey, try these things, try these things, you know? So now I get this one gal, Kathleen, she's eating it, and she's looking back at me going, you know, I would never buy this, you know what, <laughs> but it tastes pretty good. And why is she saying that? Because she's starving. <laughs> so anything tastes good. So now I got a meeting in my hand, okay? All of a sudden, we hit Fifth Avenue, which is San Diego Restaurant Row, and the limo pulls over and stops at a place called Dick's Last Resort which is a place where 21-year-olds throw food at each other, and it's like, what are we doing here? I said, hold the fort. I get out. I'm inside for about three minutes. Come back out, open the limo door, sit down, shut the thing, and I look everybody in their face, and I went, we got that locked. What does that mean? <laughs> not, not a frigging thing, but that's what I just said, and they're all kind of having like a, you know, what? And then, then it goes about three or four blocks down to some god-awful greasy Mexican place you wouldn't take your enemy to. I go in there. I jump in. 30 seconds later, I'm out. I get back in the limo. I said, son of a something. 
they didn't even have our name on the book. I, 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 I'm sorry, I don't, also we're at the end of Fifth Avenue. We've gone nowhere, everybody's dressed up, everybody's getting hangry, you know, it's like, what's happening? You know, but they're Eddie's friends, so they're still hanging on. And I said to him, tell you what, driver, let's, uh, try, the, let's try the other one. So we're down there by Pacific Avenue, you know, down by the airport. And uh, he pulls around the corner of Pacific Avenue, and he pulls up in front of this baby. And I said, why don't we try this? And you should have seen their jaws as they were on the floor going, what? I said, you guys are wasting time. I said, get on board the jet, you know? Okay. So then they get on board, and um, on inner seats are little Bose headsets that I bought everybody as a gift. I said, put these on. Steve, I've been a pilot for 35 years. I love flying. So I told this pilot, I said, when this thing goes off the runway, I want this thing to take a 60-degree bank. So the people's faces are going like, like that, because you can. It can. You don't like to do that, but you can. And um, so the, the, the jet taxis out on the runway and starts to go down the runway. When I tell this story, which is how I end every event, uh, I say, imagine this. The jet's starting to go down the runway, and then I dial in very slowly a piece of music. And I go, anybody recognize this song? And the song is called Games People Play in the Middle of the Night. By who? The Alan Parsons Project. And Alan Parsons ends every concert with this song. If you've heard it, you know it. It's world famous. And it outdoes the Stones. I mean, this thing, this, the plane was just, Games People Play in the Middle of the Night, now that all the kids have grown up. And as the thing takes off, and this thing's blasting in your ears, out of the back comes magnums of Krug champagne and individual buckets of caviar. Three minutes ago, they were bitching and moaning, eating whisk bright on Ritz crackers, and all of a sudden now, they've all got their own personal bucket of caviar and champagne. I mean, they're going, they're going crazy. They're, they're jumping up and down, you know, and there's one gal on the left goes, Eddie, where, where are we going? I said, how about, how does San Francisco sound, baby? Ah, oh, yeah, sure. So, you know, 45 minutes, they're pounding the champagne. The, the wings are bumping like this. Everybody's having a good old time. One guy looks out the window and goes, Eddie, I, I don't see the water anymore. I said, I don't worry. It's getting dark. Don't worry about that. One guy looks out the right window and goes, Eddie, Eddie. That's the Eiffel Tower down there, man. That's not San Francisco. I said, sweetheart, I just said, how does San Francisco sound, baby? This is, this is my birthday. We're going to Vegas. <laughs> we got to Vegas. A new limo pulls up, it's got a pole down the middle. I won't really go too far in that direction, but anyway, that's, what they, that, that's how they were received there. And then off we go, and we go see Cirque du Soleil's Humanity, which was pretty outrageous back then. It's less now, but at the time it was like pretty, pretty edgy. Um, and we walk in with champagne, and everybody's looking at us like, where'd you get the champagne? We didn't see, we didn't see where that was offered. Well, it's not offered, but it's Vegas. You make it happen, you know? I had a master somebody taking care of me. So 45 minutes, we're watching that show, and off to Post Rio. Ah, let's have something good. Wolfgang's restaurant. I know Wolfgang pretty well. So um, we're sitting at the main table in the center. Everybody around's going, oh, that smells so good. We want what they're having. And the waiter's going, oh, I, I, that's not on the menu. It's white truffles. I had it flown in last night, you know. Oh, okay. Then we go to Tao, the nightclub, you know, where there's a two-hour wait, you know, a, four, you know, a $300 cover charge. We walk right in, right up, get the best table. We sit down. Everybody's looking, who are those guys, you know? And then we wound up... Uh, we went one more place, and then, uh, I can say this, we, we finished Experiment Rhino. Back with more from Master Sommelier and author of Power Entertaining, Eddie Osterlin, in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchie on the BizTalk Radio Network. So come on and show me what you got. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Come on, show me what you got, baby. 
Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 866-657-8517. 866-657-8517. That's 866-657-8517. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C. Take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D. Help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot miniature donut earrings you lean in ah that's the scent of shopping success because at goodwill every item you buy funds local job training and more so bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community goodwill bring good home brought to you by goodwill and the ad council
I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way, on time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. Let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Eddie Osterlin, America's very first master sommelier, is with us. And, um, you know, my friends were like, even the women, just <laughs> that, that was a good way to finish. Let me get back in the jet. We're drinking Chateau Dichem on the way back, and at 6 a.m., I tucked everybody in bed. I said, have a good night. That's power entertaining. Um, and, it, I've, you know, these people tell this story. Five years later, going, one day, Eddie Osterlund kidnapped us, and the picture's in the book. <laughs> that picture's right in the last page. You know, and it says, I have fun. Um, I call it the element of surprise. We, as parents, or as adults, have stopped doing surprises. When our kids were eight years old, we stopped surprise parties. Well, this was a surprise on my friends who were in their mid-60s, and they've never stopped talking about it. So, in your marketing, the element of surprise is, is what wins, you know, it's the ambush. In the military, he says, in the military use the ambush, it works, it can work in your marketing because people are so easily fooled because they're expecting, we're gonna have cab shard party, and we're gonna have steak, you know, and it's, it's gonna be a big steak, you know. <laughs> I mean, come on, man, you know, I, you, gotta, you gotta do stuff where people kinda go, what, what is this? What are, I'm the kinda guy where, you, you know, Jeff's over, or, we're having dinner at my house, and when you're halfway through your food, you know, I'll go, how did you like that steak? Oh, Eddie, great. I love the way you did it, you know? And I'll go, um, what kind of animal do you think that was? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I love to play people. Um, it's just part of my personality, uh, and that's why I wrote the book, Power Entertaining. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of guy, I'm sitting on an airplane, we're going somewhere to New York, and I'm, I see a nice lady. She says, oh, I, I work for, you know, some kind of cosmetic line, something like that. Just hearing a little bit about where she's going to go and what she's going to have dinner. As soon as they get on the ground, I call the hotel. I said, do you have a reservation for so-and-so? Yeah, we do. I said, put a half a bottle of uh, rosé champagne, Billy Carcelmont, put on my credit card, and just say it's from the sommelier in the sky. And, uh, you know, I love doing that stuff because people don't expect it. And, you know, not that I get anything from it, but I just like to be outrageous, you know. And sometimes it leads. Somebody will call me back go, you know, I had to call you back because you're nuts. <laughs> Well, you're also the world's greatest wine sommelier, let's face it. No, uh, you know how to do Vegas as well as anybody, and you certainly know how to entertain. It's called Power Entertaining. The book's out there. It's called, actually, Power Entertaining, Secrets to Building Lasting Relationships, Hosting Unforgettable Events, and Closing Big Deals from America's First Master Sommelier. 
Eddie, if we want to get a hold of you, let's say we have a company and we want to have you do one of these amazing events and so forth, where do we go? What do we do? I'll get a website, eddieosterlin.com. Simple as that. You can go there, see me walking and talking. And I can tweak these things. I can do it within most anybody's budget. Um, doesn't have to be expensive wine by any means. In fact, if you're in the middle of a big restaurant and it's too noisy, you should not be doing expensive wines because it's a waste of money. But, you know, my, my name and website are easily accessible, and uh, that's the best way to contact me. We will talk again. Thank you, Eddie. Really appreciate it. You're very welcome. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks, Steve. As you now realize, great wines need to be paired with great food. When you visit Las Vegas, you know you're going to go to a great restaurant, maybe several. And there's so much competition. But we always try to tell you what is some of the best. And here is an incredible place. It's called STK at the Cosmopolitan Hotel. We're talking with this great executive chef, Stephen Hopcraft. And uh, you might know him from uh, Bravo, the TV top chef and so forth. This steakhouse is really different, though. It's not your typical steakhouse. And, Stephen, this is kind of what you had in mind, right? Take all the best of the steakhouse, but maybe not all the uh, stuffiness. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we try and leave the stuffiness at the door. We, uh, we really promote a good time and uh, let your hair down here at SDK. Well, you, and you talk about it as kind of like a party, and that's great because I'm thinking most steakhouses that I've been, that isn't what you're thinking of. You're thinking of a real quiet and dark. Sure, sure. Well, we, we try and bring uh, all, the, all, all, all the service, all the food, and we also try and bring a great vibe to really have a memorable experience. Well, and, you know, it's a great menu. I was looking at the menu. Very, very diverse. I mean, if you don't like steak, it's okay. You've you got plenty for them. But if you do, if you're like me and you're like a good ribeye or something, this is a place where you can get a great ribeye and so forth. Uh, for sure. I mean, we have prime ribeye on the menu and... Uh, we also have A5 on the menu, some of the best steak in the world. So uh, we're really proud of our menu and very proud of the steak that we put, put together. Um, we're also really proud of our service. You know, uh, we make sure that you're well taken care of and you feel like you're the only person in the room, even though you might be one of 400 people in the room. Well, and that's really important. And I noticed that it's everything in here, right? From the, from the feel of the place. I know you said you don't want to scare women off. Women always think of the place where a bunch of guys sit around and smoke cigars and eat uh, fatty steaks. And it's not like that here. So it's, it's a whole style thing. Yeah. Uh, well, we're definitely not scaring the women off. I think that uh, we get plenty of ladies in here and we, we love that. Uh, we get plenty of guys in here. Just what we really get is a lot of people that are ready to have a good time. And uh, it's a great kickoff for your night in Las Vegas. Well, and that's exactly what we want to let people know. It's a lot of fun. And they're going to have a lot of fun with the food. Now, like, for example, I noticed I was looking at your menu, side orders. You've got more side orders than I've seen at virtually any steak restaurant I've been to. Well, we, we like to pride ourselves on variety and make sure that there's something for everybody. And, you know, you talked about steaks, and I know everybody wants to know, so here I'm with one of the best chefs in the world. I've got to ask, give us the difference between, like, you know, they do like Kobe beef and different levels of steak. What should we be looking at if we're coming in for, we want that one-of-a-kind steak meal? Um, well, I mean, if looking at a raw steak, I mean, it's obviously the marbling and the color that you're looking for. Um, if you're looking on a menu to see some uh, one-of-a-kind, some great, great steaks, this is a good place to start. Uh, we, do our, we do our rib caps here. We do um, our Delmonico's. Um, I think that uh, it's how you cook it and it's the quality that you start with that, that puts together a one-of-a-kind steak. Now, um, you always recommend medium rare or how does that go? Uh, actually, I would recommend different, different temperatures for different cuts. Uh, you know, a, like a filet I think should be eaten rare. 
Uh, you go to like a New York, maybe mid rare. Sometimes you might want to take like a flat iron steak and take it up to a medium. Um, it just kind of depends on the on the on the steak that you're talking about. So what about the guy that comes in? Because you know you must get him, I want my stuff well done. Is it like, is a chef, is that almost offensive? Or is it something like, no, no, we're going to make this uh, the best we can? Well, I'd like to quote Ronald McDonald and hold the pickles, hold the lettuce. Special orders don't upset us, you know? Um, that's where we stand here. We'll cook it just how you like it. If you're going to pay for it, we're happy to cook it for you. And by the way, we just want you to have a great time. So if eating a well done steak, that's part of your great time, then we're happy to, to oblige that. <laughs> well, and it, it, there's an entire meal. We, we chatted with your pastry chef. She's great. Uh, is that like putting together something as an executive chef? It's not just a matter of knowing how to prepare some of these things. It's like a whole team effort, isn't it? I, I think for sure it's a team effort. It's, it's not just one person for sure. I mean, you know, the service staff, my, uh, the cooks behind my line are, are incredibly talented. And, you know, my sous chefs. <clears throat> and, of course, the pastry chef, uh, Bridget, is very, very talented. So when you put us all together, we really come up with a great product, and we're really proud of it. And we'd love to have you come in and check it out for yourself. Well, we certainly will. Uh, you know, when you talk about putting together the, the team like that, do personalities come into play? I mean, do you have a certain style? Everybody knows Gordon Ramsay, right? So they see him going crazy and yelling at people. But I know all chefs don't work that way. Do you look for a particular personality type? Well, personalities are important. We spend a lot of time together. You know, we probably spend 10 hours a day, five days a week together. So that's a big part of your waking week. Uh, you want to have people you can get along with and people with like-minded uh, goals, and I think we've accomplished that here, and it's always a work in progress. And finally, let's talk about having a great restaurant, and this certainly is a great restaurant, in a place like Las Vegas where just in this hotel, the Cosmopolitan, there's great restaurants. I mean, does that get your creative juices going? I mean, you can just drive within a couple miles of this place and see very, uh, quite a few great restaurants. There's, there's a lot of accomplished restaurants as well as accomplished chefs at a very close uh, proximity to SDK. Uh, this, is, this does raise the bar and it keeps you challenged to be fresh and to come up with new stuff on a regular basis. Um, you know, some of my best friends are the fellow chefs that are very close around. Um, so we always get together and, and try and outdo each other as, as much as possible. It's just kind of the nature of being a chef, you know, the, the ego thing, I guess. Well, that's kind of cool. So you guys do, you, you are friends. It isn't like you can go by and give dirty looks to some of the other restaurants in town. No, no. I mean, uh, the, the culinary community in, in Las Vegas is very tight, and uh, we all have a great respect for each other, and um, we are always uh, happy for each other's successes and, and more happy to be the one successful. <laughs> and like every other great restaurant, you've got a great cocktail lounge and so forth here, and uh, wines are important. That plays a big part in what you do, right? You have to have the right vintages and so forth to really match the food. Oh, yeah. I think that uh, the, the vintages for the wine and the types of wine and, you know, uh, what's in style with the wine and what people are going for with the wine is, is very important. Um, we have a great uh, wine program here, so we're proud of that as well. You are listening to executive chef Stephen Hopcraft of STK, located over at the Cosmopolitan on the Strip. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the Biz Talk Radio Network.
know there's never been a day like this. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history, and if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, talk, touch their hair. Details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones we carry with us every day. Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Movie geeks, take note. Quartet is Dustin Hoffman's first directing credit. Let us see what this old pro might have up his artistic sleeve. Ah, no tricks, deep meaning or acting bravado. Just a delightful stroll through an old age home filled with funny and lovable retired performers. Sure, there are threads of a plot. One couple were married once, but she cheated soon after the wedding, and he has never forgiven her. She was a big star and is still a diva, and arrives to shake up the place with her airs and demands. Another thread is the unlikely need to put on a show, ostensibly to save their beloved retirement home with the proceeds. But for the show to work, the old lovers must reunite, and our diva must be able to hit a note she is no longer confident can be reached. 
Not exactly heavy material, but we celebrate quartet for what may be the best reason of all. It's simply enjoyable entertainment. Here we have another entry into the silver dollar trend. Films on senior subjects populated by the most appealing of elder stars. The humanity is real, the laughs strike true, and we learn that Dustin Hoffman respects us by not taking himself too seriously. What's not to like? Quartet. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Find us on the web at IndieFilmMinute.com. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You're listening to the executive chef of the STK restaurant over at the Cosmopolitan, Stephen Hopcraft. Last question. People have written into the show and saying, like, when you have some of these great chefs on, ask them, like, if I was to go there, what would you recommend? So I'm going to say for, for a real steak fan, like for me, if I love steaks, and I wanted to have that special meal that I'm going to be able to write about, you know, take the pictures of and all that stuff. What would you recommend? Uh, I would say our, uh, probably our Kansas City. Uh, it's a bone-in New York, uh, dry-aged. So it's that the loin that's dry-aged. Um, delicious steak uh, with the bone gives it that much more flavor. Very juicy uh, steak I highly recommend. Any sides to go with that? Oh, I love our, our mac and cheese, our uh, soy-glazed Harry Covert, and, of course, our corn pudding. That's SDK famous. Yeah, and one thing I noticed about your menu, too, is you're not trying to get too crazy. Like, you know, some people try to out-chic each other. Your stuff looks great, but it isn't like you're trying, you know, purposely trying to put five or six adjectives in something uh, when it's not necessary. Is that kind of, because, you know, you grew up in the Midwest. Is that kind of a core thing where let's get the best stuff out? Yeah, I, I agree. I, 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 I'm not trying to reinvent flavors. I'm trying to just produce some great food that you can have a great time uh, and experience some great service and probably an experience you, you won't soon forget when you come to STK. No question about it. We are going to come to STK. It's a great place to eat at the Cosmopolitan. Thanks, Chef. Thank you. Have a great day. If you were going to spend a few extra days on your next visit to Vegas, you might want to go over and visit Zion in Utah. One place that's maybe away from the Strip, but really exciting if you come down to Las Vegas, a place called Zion Ponderosa Ranch Resort. And with us is Dr. Michael Kane, the Executive Director of Corporate Retreats and Group Sales. Uh, Dr. Kane, tell me, what can people, I mean, first of all, this isn't your typical location that's anywhere near here, huh? Oh, this is fun, Stephen. This is a wonderful place. We're right on the rim of Zion National Park, the sixth most visited park in America. And now you're, you can go canyoneering, climbing, zipline, paintball games, hiking out to Observation Point. It's 4,000 acres, so it's just a wide, vast area that encompasses the solace experience of 
Mother Nature and all that we have to offer. No, it's a wonderful thing. And people, as they plan, especially coming from, say, the East Coast or the Midwest, coming out to Las Vegas, want to throw in a few days to come out and see Zion and what a better place to do it than at the, uh, the ranch resort there. So there's a lot for the entire family, isn't there? Oh, it's a tremendous place. It's only three hours away from Las Vegas. So you're going to drive right into the park, and, and hiking in the park's incredible. Uh, and then up to the resort, there's so much to do. Uh, you can spend all day there, all the activities, even the night sky when you're sitting there and watching the Milky Way scream across the, the galaxy there. It's just a spectacular place. Hey, thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it. Thank you, Stephen. Time now for Luxury Living Vegas Style with Gady Madrano, star of Flipping Vegas and top Las Vegas realtor. How do you deal with getting the best price? People always want to know, you know, and their investment back and so forth. And while investment's important, though, what do you stress to people when they, when they want to make sure they're getting a place that they're not going to lose money on? Well, one thing that's critical with regard to pricing is sometimes not necessarily the price, but the value. So you have to understand what something is actually worth. For example, when something's undervalued or overvalued. So some people sometimes get caught up on paying list price. Well, does list price reflect the actual value? Because there can be a real opportunity there. Yes, you're paying list price for something, but it's it's priced well below or it's priced right at a turning point when things are actually increasing in the area and things like that. So that's always important. What I tell people with regards to value is two things. One, location. Location is critical. You can change the inside of a home, but you can't change the location. So that's something you need to always pay attention to. The second is see if you can add value. Sometimes you can have a real opportunity with that, but to me, um, when you say pricing, I'm like, no, it's actual value what you should be looking at. You can learn more about Gady and her company at GadyRealEstate.com. It's spelled G-A-D-Y. Time now to check in with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. You hear the term locals hotel and locals casino. And stuff. Is there one particularly good one that if somebody wanted to venture out and really see what the locals do, that would be the best example for them? Yeah, there's a whole subset of uh, resorts and casinos that appeal to the folks that live here. It's a very different vibe and energy, a different expectation of value because locals are tough. You have to really... Uh, you've got to give the, these are the folks that on a Sunday it'll be come in earn this number of points and you get a gravy boat I literally call them a gravy boat crowd because these giveaways are like here's a barbecue set on the Sunday and uh, so there are some that kind of straddle the local tourist market like SLS um, and there are others that are specifically for locals so um, I have played at the Sun Coast this is off uh, off the strip maybe 15 or 20 minutes there's another uh, place close by Red Rock Resort there's a place called Sam's Town there's another Green Valley Ranch these are all um, they're they're great resorts but they just appeal to a different audience than, than a tourist um, it is it, they uh, locals are definitely more demanding when it comes to they are very much loyalty club players and they stick with the brand that they uh, where they play and they always play in those uh, at those casinos because they know they're going to get perks they're not there, you know, and the gambling's usually better uh, because locals are just not going to put up with a, um, a six to five blackjack game. They're going to want a three to two. So 
I, that's a long answer to a short question, but uh, I think a lot of folks um, that come to town will go somewhere like an M Resort. M Resort, kind of a locals casino, but they realize it's a diff, it's a better value. Uh, the M Resort, uh, as an example, great buffet and good gambling and great pool. And so if people kind of don't mind that Lyft ride or Uber ride, I, I think they, they tend to get a better value. And so I would seek those out. Make sure to check out Scott's blog, VitalVegas.com, every day for updates on the ever-changing news of Las Vegas. I'm excited to welcome a new sponsor to Vegas Never Sleeps, the wonderful Orleans Hotel, conveniently located near the Strip, airport, and right next to the new home of the Las Vegas Raiders. You can get it all, great lodging, great food and entertainment at the Orleans Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Next week, we'll talk all about the future with L. McDougall of TrainPoint, a virtual reality organization headquartered in Las Vegas. Have a great weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! Viva! The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.